Hello and welcome to the Spirit Guide Society podcast. My name is Pedro Shanahan and I'm your Spirit Guide. Today we are talking with Ivy Mix, co-founder of the all-female speed bartending competition Speed Rack, which is under a huge burden right now because of the uh, coronavirus scare. So we're going to talk with Ivy a little bit about everything that's happening out in NYC. Ivy started this competition, I believe, nine years ago now and has raised over $1 million dollars for breast cancer research, education, and prevention. Uh, Her co-founder is Lynette Marrero, who is from LUPEC, which is Ladies United for the Preservation of Endangered Cocktails. These guys have done so much in terms of bringing bartending to the philanthropy front. Uh, You know, they are the originators, I think, of like kind of this big time bartenders making a difference in their community and specifically creating a network for female bartenders all around the world. Ivy, how are you doing today? I'm not bad, Pedro. I mean, all things considered, no. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So before we jump into what's going on with the events, what have you been seeing going on out in New York? I know that you're owner of the wonderful Mezcal and Tequila Bar, Leyenda. You're also author of Spirits of Latin America. What's the state of folks out in NYC who are bartenders? It is pretty grim out here. Um, you know, as is everywhere, things happen very quickly. Last Thursday, I was in San Francisco. Now San Francisco's on lockdown. Um, and then we were open at Leyenda, my bar, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then Sunday, it was just, all right, shut everything down. Um, we have to be socially responsible um, and also be responsible responsible for our employees, but people don't really know what to do. You know, we live this industry in particular, like, you know, my, I own a bar and I hold events. Like my whole industry <laughs> is the antithesis to the coronavirus. Like not only do I personally on a personal level, just love being around people. That's also how I make my living by people loving to be around other people. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's pretty, it is grim. A lot of uncertainty uh, with the whole community. I mean, everyone's been laid off, literally everyone, whether it's temporarily, hopefully, but everyone has been encouraged to take unemployment if they can even get through the unemployment website, which no one can. Yes. The same story is true out here in Los Angeles, just with the pouring heart, pouring with heart group that I work for. That's 400 employees who are now, uh, filling out unemployment forms. I mean, as of Monday morning, we were helping all all of our employees go through the application process but yes everything's run out here through snail mail like they it's it's just a very tedious and time consuming process to try to navigate it's almost like a full-time job in itself just dealing with trying to get unemployment benefits but on the bright side there are some cool things happening uh online can you speak to some of what you've seen going on out in new york so i mean I think people are still trying to figure it out. Um, the, the my old, not not my old head bartender, but uh, the woman who used to be the head bartender at Leyenda until recently, um, she's at Death and Company now in New York. Um, mm-hmm. She, I saw her wife post yesterday that she's trying to get people to go in their cabinets, and she will walk you through how to make a cocktail at home via FaceTime, if you slip into her DMs, you can pay her like 
you know, whatever you want, 10, 15, a hundred dollars. And she'll teach you how to make a cocktail with what you have in your, in your pantry. Um, I just put up something like that today um, about encouraging people to buy my book. And if they buy it um, and show me like a screen grab of the book, I will do the same thing. Like, you know, just for free. <laughs> it's like, okay, you bought it. I can help you make a cocktail. Um, and then like punch drink is doing a virtual happy hour. I don't really know how they're doing it, but I applied for Leanda to do it. And I think other people, I'm having a conference call tonight with a friend of mine who works for courts media about how to do like, we've got a friend who's a DJ. We've got, we trying to organize a party that we can kind of curate. And remember when people used to do, um, not Russian roulette, chat roulette. Chat roulette. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid I missed that boat. I, I must oh my God. <laughs> or playing music or something. Yeah, probably something better. It was, it happened like a 10 or 11 years ago, maybe even 12. And it was basically, you went into a chat room with video and you would just press the spinning wheel and you'd get with someone random. So people used oh to have goodness. parties. That seems like, highly risky. <laughs> well, then of course, then of course the perverts took over and you'd get a dick oh, every time. So God. yeah, <laughs> exactly. But in its, in its youth, it was really quite fun. So I don't know. I think we're going to try to figure out how to do something like that and try to get some way for people to actually give money, whether it's a link to, you know, like we have a GoFundMe for every bar has a GoFundMe now, which is, you know, hopefully for their staff, but maybe it's just yeah. to keep their business up and running. But it's tough. Tough times. It's really tough. Sure. They're also talking about uh, the whole possibly doing a rent prohibition for the month of April, or I mean, at they least should. they should. I mean, if the businesses can't open, then how in the hell are they supposed to pay their rent? I mean, it's a scary time. But let's let's talk about what's going on with Speed Rack right now. Because normally this time of year, you're on a national tour. And I know that you guys are starting to – you're doing events outside the country now too. Is that right? Yep. We have done um, – we have done – let's see. We started going outside the country pretty much right away. Our first foreign event was in London. We did London for a number of years. We haven't gone back to London for a few years because um, – Honestly, London is really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this year alone, we did, like within the last calendar year, we've done Mexico, Canada, Hong Kong, Australia, uh, the whole United States. And then we were supposed to do um, London this year and the Netherlands this year and uh, um, Argentina this year, but all those are probably not going to happen. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, I know that you guys have been like really expanding your reach and, and building that network of female bartenders all around the world. Um, mm -hmm. I know that when we talked to you last year, we were at the San Francisco World Experience Competition mm -hmm. and we were just talking about how there's like a massive disparity in the bartending business of not enough women bartenders and, and female managers or and, and owners. So yes. can you speak to how you've seen things progress in the nine years that you've been doing Speed Rack? Yeah. I mean, things are definitely progressing. Uh, you can see, I mean, A, you just go to more of the quote unquote best bars in the world, which, you know, I use that term loosely, but you can go to these bars and you see a lot more female employees. Do you see a lot more female owners? 
not really. Um, I think that's still pretty behind the times. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, speed arc is also getting older. I feel like our industry, I mean, there's still everyone who's very young, but there's still people who used to maybe quit bartending or keep on, keep on bartending now. <laughs> um, yeah. so hopefully you'll see more females wanting to own. Um, but there's a real, there's a, there's this thing you look at as a woman, especially if you reach a certain age and you're like, Hmm, I could take that brand job and I could get paid time off, paid sick leave, maternity leave, you know, all these things and insurance. And that looks pretty appealing, especially if you want to have a family, um, mm-hmm. which is a whole different, you know, bag of, bag of nuts, but, <laughs> but yeah. it's certainly something that we need to focus on as a, as an industry in our country. And the one plus side of this whole COVID thing is we might, maybe finally Bernie Sanders will be right. And people will be like, fuck it. Universal healthcare, <laughs> you know, Hopefully, yeah, it's, that would be it's great. definitely true that when these big, huge, this is a, a, a kind of a natural disaster of sorts and it's not localized. It's affecting everyone. And so in those kind of like forced times of change, there's an opportunity to kind of remake things in a way that, could be a lot better than what we had previously been working with. Uh, so in that way, it's exciting. It gives us a chance to really brainstorm. You know, it's like these times of duress are when great ideas can come, you know. This is when people mm-hmm. work together being like, what the hell can we do to make things better? All that brain power can create great results. So right. I'm, I'm hoping that we can make some shifts in the, in the larger paradigm, use this as an opportunity. But um, – yeah, well, in World War II, we made something to kill a bunch of people, which is the atomic bomb. So hopefully in this epidemic, we can create something to save a lot of people. That would really That's right. be nice. That's it's right. kind of the antithesis to the government to save, but it would be nice. <laughs> Well, that's supposed to be why we have them in the first place. But there, um, there was the the story about Isaac Newton coming up with a lot of his great theories while under quarantine yes. during the Black Plague. So there's some there's some good sides to it sometimes. And I just learned that. Yeah, I just learned that yesterday. He invented calculus <laughs> while in quarantine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's these times of duress that push us to our better selves. Yeah. Well, um. What is the plan right now? I was looking at your website, and I know you have you had events going on. Supposedly, we're supposed to go down in New Orleans this week, right? And you I had went. to cancel. Oh, you were there. I was there. I left San Francisco, uh, went to New Orleans. I arrived there Sunday night late. Um, we did a speed rack on Monday right before they were shutting down all the bars at midnight, um, and we did it that day you know, 11 a.m. until four um, in a closed bar, not at all our normal events. Like usually we have in smaller markets, like 250 people in larger markets, like 700 to a thousand people who attend speed rack. Yeah. And this time we had what the competitors that showed up, we had a bunch of people traveling from all over Texas and the Southeast um, and a few volunteers. So it was like basically 30 people in a room watching these competitors compete. It was, it was strange. And the real bummer is that we didn't raise any money for the breast cancer charity, right? Because speed rack is twofold. You have on one level support women, raise women up, you know, give them a platform that, that the New Orleans event, we still succeeded in that. 
but we but the raising money for breast cancer which we do by selling tickets and selling merch and raffle tickets that just didn't happen so we've been raising 20 to $35,000 an event this year and so we do eight events nine events a, a season in the United States so that's a lot of money to go towards breast cancer and now We've canceled our event in Washington, D.C. on the 31st of March, and the finals that were supposed to be before James Beard on May 3rd are also postponed. So it's not good. No. So where, what can we do now? Because, of course, breast cancer research needs to go on. Prevention, all the education mm-hmm. still needs to mm-hmm. happen. What can we do in lieu of you being able to do your speed rack events this year? Is there a website? I mean, I know it's it's a trepidatious time for everyone in terms of the economy itself. People feeling like maybe I shouldn't give right now. But if if you are someone who didn't, who's not laid off at this moment, uh, where could I go if I wanted to give? Absolutely. So speed. So we have a list of beneficiaries that we use with SpeedRack. So basically SpeedRack, um, we get ourselves umbrellaed by other 501c3 companies. So we can we donate 100% of our proceeds to a handful of different um, a handful of different breast cancer organizations. They range from support groups to hard fast science to you know hotlines to what have you. But ones that we've really curated throughout the years and we know that we approve their message because even if you'd like to save people's lives from breast cancer you still might be dark (laughs) believe me i know i've gone through the ringer of a few different breast cancer organizations i'm like wait why do you why are you evil (laughs) so if you if you go if you go to our website speed-rack.com slash beneficiaries you can see our beneficiaries and donate to them for our purposes at this moment it is the best for people to go to our website and then donate to the pink agenda the pink agenda the reason being is that we can actually we set up a special web page through the pink agenda so we can track exactly how much money is being raised on speedrack's behalf whereas if you if you pick some other um some other organizations that are really really great we won't know that you donated in our name um but if you want to pick some of those because they're all fantastic please donate to whoever you want but please email us at info at speed-rack.com with your receipt and say hey heads up love you guys good luck i donate to this charity in your name just want you to know so we can track um and be able to tell people what we've succeeded at raising as a company that's great yeah we got to spread that love Wow, some intense stuff happening. So we're going to wait this out, uh, try to see how soon we can get things back to normal. Do you already have summer events planned where hopefully this time will have shifted somewhat and we'll be able to kind of get back to normal again? That's normal being in in air quotes there. Yeah, I mean, I do have summer events planned. My book comes out on May 26th. Um, okay. Uh, Leyenda turns five on the 19th of May. Cinco de Mayo is our largest d- it- income day of the year at Leyenda. Um, so that's kind of like as far ahead as I'm looking. Um, oh. I'm supposed to be doing a book tour this summer. I'm going to be at Aspen Food and Wine. 
lots of people who I talk to are like, oh, there's no way that's happening. And I'm like, let's just try to be positive here. Like, let's not think that we're going to be doing this in July or August. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to really figure out a new way to make money uh, ASAP because I've got zero income coming in. Um, So, and then speed rack is theoretically just postponed. Like, I hope that I mean, Leyenda is nominated for a James Beard. I want to go to the James Beard. <laughs> you know, I want to go and do all these things. I want life to go back to normal. And what I really, really hope is that liquor brands, anything, any beer, wine, liquor, these guys are selling so much off premise, so much. Like my friend owns a liquor store and they're doing, he says that they had like one of their best days ever. And this is set off to be one of their best months ever. So it's not like liquor brands aren't making any money right now. You know what I'm saying? So they, they need to come in and help us. And we need to pass laws that are different than normal. I, as a bar should be able to take $500,000 from whatever brand is willing to give it to me in the United States of America. That's against the law. Right. Hmm. So we need to get these laws out of the way and say, yeah, you know what, you know, Jameson, (laughs) I will take that money. And when we open back up, I will put that on my menu and I will post all over the internet about it. And I will do this stuff because we are fucked. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. We definitely need to position ourselves to try to get money in people's pockets right away. There's folks with kids who have no idea where their next check is coming from. I mean, trying to navigate the unemployment system right now is is very difficult for a lot of folks, especially if it's if their English as their is their second language. So if they're even uh, legal. Yeah. And so we have to uh, you know, try to help these folks out as soon as possible, as much as possible. And if that means changing some laws to, you know, get the brand money out there then we need to do it right away for sure yeah i actually i think i'm gonna start a petition and try to do it because like we've already changed our laws in new york we can do to-go cocktails now that was never a thing so why not change that law too like give us the money yeah i think uh i remember people talking about it yesterday too about doing the same thing here in downtown la in fact one of our bars the golden gopher actually has a liquor store so that's a different kind of license that allows you Mm -hmm. to sell off-premise uh, it's an old grandfathered license. So we were talking about possibly trying to use that as an outlet uh, and try to raise some money for our, our employees who are, who are laid off, doing some kind of you know fundraising, using use our GMs who are salaried to kind of raise some money for the employees who are now laid off. Like we figure out and create an emergency fund that wouldn't be in violation of them still receiving unemployment benefits, but would pad that and add to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that we could really, you know, because even if even if you can navigate the unemployment system, the the what you actually end up getting in terms of a check is much less, of course, than anything that you usually would receive were you getting tips and you know working your shifts. So it's 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 a really really tough time we're looking at, and we got to be resourceful all the way around and help each other out. Right. Well. Thank you for talking to us today about all of this. It's really um, big stuff in the mix here. And ah, good segue. Her events, the national and international tour has been temporarily postponed. But if you want to help support the cause, please go to speedrack, speed-rack.com. Check out the pink agenda and give if you can. 
anything else you'd like to leave us with, Ivy? We'll be checking in on you, see how things are going as uh, the situation changes. So, yes, I think that if I could say something to anyone, I would say that people who have the benefit of still receiving a check and an income should really actively try to realize that events are stopping, um, bars and restaurants are closing, and there's a very good chance that these bars and restaurants will not open again. So people can buy gift certificates anywhere. And if you can, just don't redeem that gift certificate. Just buy it. Don't redeem it for a long time. Like redeem it next summer. They don't expire. (laughs) That's Um, a great idea. Because they people really need help. They really, really need help. Um, go find people's GoFundMes. I mean, social media is the devil, but at this point it's really good at sharing information. Um, help, That's help, right. help whatever you can, because there are people who are really, really scared. Right. And this is, you know, we, there are still, there's a massive amount of disparity in our economy right now. And this would be a time that we could kind of bring people together. So people who are in a place where they can afford to help subsidize the people who can't afford even the most basics right now, they should really do it to bring our, bring our society together and make us a better country. Yeah, agreed. All right. Ivy, be well, stay healthy. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us here at the Spirit Guide Society podcast. And uh, we look forward to seeing your book. Uh, tell us the release date on Spirits of Latin America again. May 26th. Um, you can pre-order on Amazon, but I would highly recommend finding your local bookstore who are also suffering right now and trying to order through them. That's right. Support your local local bookstore. Thank you, Ivy. Stay Thank safe. You. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. The Spirit Guide Society is a Spirit Adventures production in association with Bitten from the Apple Productions. Special thanks to Tone Mesa for their post-production and audio services. The show is produced by Andrew Apple and me, Pedro Shanahan. Executive producer, Andrew Abrahamson. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spirit Guide SOC. We'll be there to answer any questions you have, share what we're drinking, and more. And if you're still thirsty, you can always find more episodes of the show wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to always drink responsibly. That means don't drink to forget. Drink to remember.